In every generation, there is a chosen one. She alone will stand against the vampires, the demons, and the forces of darkness. She is the Slayer. Hello, TV Donuts. Welcome to our second bonusode of Season 5. Uh, this is the most excited I've ever been. Uh, because it was my turn to pick a show that we should talk about for as long as we can before falling over. Uh, last time we had a ball talking about South Park, uh, and I had an amazing time watching a million episodes of South Park. Uh, this one was a bit tougher on me. I, I, I told you I was going to give you a list of my favorite ever Buffy the Vampire Slayer episodes. I mean, I think everyone who's listening to this knew that was coming. I'm pretty sure I mentioned in our pilot episode that Buffy is my favorite show of all time. We've mentioned many times on Clash of the Teen Drama Titans that we are barreling towards the top of the list, which has Buffy on it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's my favorite. So I made you guys a list of my favorite 25 episodes of all time. And we're going to talk about them. And then some of your favorite episodes and, and how you feel about Buffy. Do you want to talk? Do you want to like give the list off the top, or you want to go first? I want to give you my Buffy origin story, which is actually extremely weird. Yes, the movie. I was obsessed with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the film, which was written and directed by Joss Whedon and starring Luke Perry, who I have been in love with since I was ten years old, and that's yes. why I even saw that movie because he was on the cover. He go into the video store. Like, what's this movie I've never heard of? Oh my god, Luke Perry is in this movie? Like, I've seen a movie about um, bull riding called because Eight Seconds hundreds of times because Luke Perry is the star of it. So, I got lucky with this one because it's funny, it's smart, Christy Swanson is kick-ass as Buffy. Like, it's just a great movie. Uh, and then and then they said, oh, we're making a TV show out of this and we're going to put Sarah Michelle Gellar in it. And I was like, fuck you. I was like, no. Like, that is the most offensive thing I've ever heard anyone say in my entire life. And I was, you know, I was like 20 at the time. And, and at that time, I knew nothing about showrunners or creators or writers. <laughs> like, I didn't know that Joss had made the movie and was also making the TV show. And therefore, it would probably be awesome. Mm-hmm. So then, totally ignored it. Years went by. And every fall, I would read uh, the September issue of Entertainment Weekly. It's their TV Bible issue. They tell you what to watch. They tell you what to not bother watching. And they're the only ones whose opinion I actually trust. And I'm reading this article about uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Season 5. They're introducing Dawn. Buffy's going to have a sister. And it's coming out of nowhere. And she's going to be 14 years old. She's not going to be a baby, right? She's going to be a fully grown person. And I was so livid about this. I thought that was the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life that I was like, oh my God, I am watching this episode. Like, I have to see... This train wreck. This insanity. Exactly. And that episode is on my top 25 (laughs) list. It is uh, Buffy versus Dracula. It comes in as number 21, season 5, episode 1. And of course, Don doesn't appear until the very last scene of that episode. Mm. But the episode was so excellent that I immediately went back four seasons and watched every episode of Buffy. And ever since that day, it has been my favorite show on TV. (laughs) How about you guys? How did you find Buffy? Uh, Well, I was introduced to it in junior high, like grade 8. 
uh, by one of my fellow classmates, Christine, good friend at the time. I haven't spoken to her in some time. Hope you're still watching Buffy, Christine. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> and listening to this podcast. I don't even know how this came about. Um, I don't know what conversation we had to get into this situation, but she basically said, no, you have to come over and watch Buffy. So I went over to her so house. she was like me. Yeah, basically. No. And we went over one day and we watched, uh, how many episodes are in the first season? Twelve. Okay, we watched the entire first season. Yeah, in 12 a day. Or 13. That's crazy. Yeah, it was it was a long day. Yeah, like, <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah, and decidedly not the best season. No, no, definitely. But not also the best at season. that time, unlike anything else yes. that was happening on TV. Yeah, it was uh, cool. We should get props to the network, which was. Uh, want to say the WB? I it was the WB yeah. to begin and with, and then yeah. ended up on the CW once they merged. Was that for the eighth the season? UPN. There's only seven, seven. seasons. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, it says but there's they, eight seasons. It says on there's eight. That's weird. For some reason, there's definitely only seven. Like there's seven in the original, and the split spin off into Angel, and then right. you have Torchwood. Well, Angel started after season three. Right. Yeah. So Which yeah. I saw a bit of we watching saw these the, episodes. Almost the end of his of Angel's run on Buffy. Yeah. Except for he always comes back. He comes back. back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's the in the finale. finale, which is on my list. <laughs> anyway, well, why don't we after you guys, you know. Tell us how you came yeah. to Buffy and how you feel about it. We'll just go up from the bottom and talk about each of the episodes a little bit. Okay. It's easier than going, stating the whole list at once. Totally. And then jumping all over the place. I don't really know my origin story for Buffy. I know I always saw episodes, like in high school, but I never watched, like I only saw episodes all over the place. And then in university, a couple of friends of mine, they were obsessed with it and they were watching it from the beginning, but I don't think they got all the way through. But I would watch with them just random episodes again. But it wasn't until film school that I actually was like, you know what, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to watch all of Buffy from beginning to end. And I did. It is kind of a cool show where you can watch a lot of random episodes and you wouldn't feel lost. Yeah, because no. a lot of them are standalone episodes where they deal with a, like a monster of the week. Yeah, know? but there's also an overarching theme that's happening, but it gets oh, it gets explained in every episode. Like yeah. they were obviously getting a lot of notes, being like, make sure the audience understands that Willow's in love with Sander. Sander <laughs> loves Buffy. Let's do a quick catch me up all the time. Yeah, yeah. Giles uh, is the best. Yeah, there's a lot of characters stating. You know, I want. I was interested in this person, but then that happened. Ugh, then the monster came. Now I'm interested in this person. Uh, that was the thing that kept me away from the show for so long, was kind of like, it's very WB. It's a lot of beautiful teens, which is not really my genre. But now that we've gone and watched, like I watched Seven for this, um, now that I've jumped ahead and seen some really great episodes, I'm like, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm I actually stopped going forward. I didn't watch any episodes past season three. Oh, nice. Because I didn't want to spoil anything. I was like, all right, I've spoiled this, that, and the other. Okay. So. Well, we'll Fair. focus most of our attention on the top two episodes on my list, as well as the uh, Saskia's favorite episode as well, which is also on my list. So It's I, in your top five. I can talk about it, exactly. I do want to say, before we go up to 25, I excluded three extremely good episodes. I was going to say, they're often regarded as... The best episodes. They're always in the top ten, if not in the top five of yeah. everyone's list. Um, that would be The Body. Spoiler alert. Which yeah. is the episode. No, I know which one it is. Where Buffy loses her mom. And I do have the very next episode after that episode on this list. Is that episode two of season five? Um, I have that, for some reason, I have that in my head. Forever No is episode 17, so it must be episode 16 okay, of season five. Okay, it is really five. late then. Dawn doesn't appear until the pilot of season five, right? And right. so yeah. Dawn and Joyce need some time to kind of... 
bond and develop a relationship before she's completely ripped away. That's true. In episode 16. Anyway, uh, also Once More with Feeling, which is the very famous musical episode of Buffy. <laughs> right. And Hush, which is uh, an episode that's almost entirely without any dialogue. No one speaks. And it's an amazing, it's actually would be in my favorites, but the reason I omitted those, like I said, because everyone talks about them, I kind of wanted to talk, get a chance to talk about other episodes, but also they're very atypical episodes. They yes. don't really follow the structure of what a normal Buffy episode is. They're very does. standalone. Yeah. Some of them Except in here maybe ended the up body, not so much. In that way no. as well. The body is just too much for me. It I is like, a lot. I literally cannot handle it. And I like vividly, I've seen it multiple it times. Fucks it's an episode you up. I've seen more than others and Buffy for some should reason. Not fuck you up. No, I, I, <laughs> and I remember it. Like that, that image is like burned in my yeah, brain. Yeah, it's also like silent in the terms of like there's no score. Just diegetic. It's yes. just oof. It's so rough. But again, it, it. I mean, you're feeling it. That's one of the oof. best things about the show is it can make you laugh, it can make you cry, but you are experiencing the stuff with these characters, and that's for the, the crazy things that are happening. That doesn't happen on shows like this where you're like, yes, emotionally, this is how people would react this is how the fallout would happen mm-hmm. like normally they just bounce back and move on to the next thing right not on this show <laughs> there are consequences Whew, oh my god we can talk about this for a really long time at a very high volume okay so number 25 on my list is season three episode six it's entitled band candy now giles has a frenemy named ethan rain he appears twice on this list uh, and in this time, he's selling candy, which is turning the adults into teenagers. Yes. And Giles and Joyce, Buffy's mom, end up having sex on the hood of his car, which she finds out in a later episode. One of which I watched. Yeah, which and... we'll talk about. Uh, and this isn't one of my favorites, I, uh, but it's it's just really funny. The Halloween episodes are always good on, on Buffy. They claim it's like a slow night for her because... You know, the demons, and they don't like Halloween. They think it's stupid. They think they're (laughs) making fun of them. Uh, So they kind of lay low. And then, you know, in this episode, it's the humans that are causing the problems because they are just, like, they're leaving their homes unlocked. They're just all, you know. They're acting like teenagers. Yeah. Totally irresponsible. It's a really funny episode. The next one, number 24, is season 7, episode 16. It's entitled Storyteller. Come with me now. If you will, gentle viewers, join me on a new voyage of the mind. A little tale I like to call Buffy, Slayer of the Vampires. This is a great episode where one of our characters, um, who used to be a villain, Jonathan, Jonathan, um, whose brother is the one who sent the hellhounds to the prom. Oh! Uh... He is now with the Scooby gang. He's now one of our heroes now that he's lost his two evil uh, partners, one of which um, was... Oh, God, that was like an entire season arc. Was flayed to death by Willow, uh, alive, and one of whom he stabbed to death to open the seal. Uh, Now he's hiding out with Buffy and the crew, and he's doing this amazing documentary about the vampires. (laughs) And showing for future generations what Buffy's doing. And everyone hates it. They they don't want the camera in their face. Um, Spike is hilarious in this episode. Um, but they all agree that, you know, people do need to know. You know, they've saved the world so many times and no one knows about it. And and so they let him make this movie. And it's just, it's a, it's a, and, and season seven is very dark. 
season six is very dark and mm. and it's very dire in season seven. There's no hope happening, which doesn't happen a lot on this show. Like there's always a chance they're always gonna save something or do something. And, and in season seven, it gets to a point where they're like, "We cannot win here. Yeah. We're all gonna die." And this is kind of a, a fun respite of the the season, a break from because you're looking at it through this insane lens of this insane child man who's like <laughs> thinks he's so funny and he is uh, to us and it's like you see him sitting in a chair smoking a pipe he's like actually one of those really big like red old 18th century armchairs he's like a masterpiece theater he's an actually he's, is he sitting, wearing like a weird robe or a suit yeah he's sitting on the toilet in the bathroom and <laughs> like six girls are trying to pee because there's so many people living in their house at that point and everything's destroyed anyway it's a great episode Highly recommend it. Okay, number 23 is another uh, season 7 episode. I've got a run of season 7 ep- episodes at the end of my list. It's a great season. Uh, episode 3, same time, same place. This is when Willow uh, comes home from England. Uh, she's been sent away because, as previously mentioned, she flayed someone alive. Very dark Willow. And she is the good person, so that was not okay. So they went, um, her magic gets a little out of control. And she comes home, and and she's very nervous, and because of how stressed out she is, she turns herself invisible. Oh, that's cool. So uh, they can't see her, so they go to pick her up at the airport, and she's not there, and she can't see them. So it's like the whole thing is happening, everything's happening twice, you're seeing two versions of the same story. Oh, that's cool. In which a lot of times they're in the same place. Um, but they don't know it. So there, there's uh, one amazing scene where they're in the basement of the high school where Spike is currently hiding out because he's insane. And he can see them both. And he's talking to them like they can see each other. And But because he's he's gone crazy, they don't understand that he's actually making sense. Right. And you don't understand it until you see the scene a second time. Yeah. And you understand that he's actually talking to someone that is there. You just didn't see them. Because normally he's talking to someone that isn't there. Right. Uh, and it's such a cool scene because they're like, oh my god, listen to Spike. And he's somebody's talking in riddles. Anyway, it's amazing, amazing, amazing. We're here for a reason, Spike. Tragedy. Is there blood? He knows. He must have seen the body. You did it once. I heard about it. Spike, we need to know who did this. Look at you. Glowing. What's the word means, glowing? It's got a rhyme. Spike, please. Uh, I, I, I should hide. Hide from you. Hide my face. You know what I did. Boy, he's extra useful today. This isn't the time. Everyone's talking to me. No one's talking to each other. Someone isn't here. Button, button, who's got the butt? My money's on the witch. Red's a bad girl. He's talking about Willow. And that means something because he's chock full of sanity. Maybe he saw her. They think you did it. Slayer and her boy. They think you took the skin. Is there something here? Something that killed? Her boy? I'm her boy? 
I have to go. There are things here without permission. I have to check their slips. Make sure they have the authorization. So in that episode, um, bad things are happening. Um, someone's eating people and taking off their skin. And so they think, oh shit, Willow's killing again. She's not okay. Like, we need to find her. And then she even starts to doubt herself that she's not doing it because she thinks she's going insane. Anyway, amazing episode. But Wait, so... Like, because Willow doesn't have full control over her magic. Right. They right. sent her to England no, in no, hopes no. of to getting learn control. to control it. Right, yeah. but I mean, in general, because where, where I'm at right now, she's just doing, like, little rituals, right. things. She's not a full she witch. She completely loses control. She becomes okay. extremely powerful, where she has full control, and then it just, it becomes, like, a, a drug, an addiction, and she uh, can't okay. stop using it. Um, and then, then bad things happen, and she flays someone alive. <laughs> Who deserves it? <laughs> right. But that's not their place. Yeah, it's not the Scooby's way. Yeah, and it's not a monster, it's a human person. So mm. it's like, it's bad. So then, yeah, she gets shipped off to England to go live with the nuns. And then this is her first foray back into the world, and it goes very badly. Uh, okay, so episode number 22 on my list, season 7, episode 18, it's called Dirty Girls. And this is the episode where Faith finally comes back into the fold. Faith. Faith is one of my favorite characters on Buffy, played by Eliza Dushku. She is another Slayer who is created when Buffy dies in Briefly. the season one finale, um, but is luckily revived with Mouth to Mouth. So there's two Slayers. But because she did technically die, another Slayer was created, um, which causes a, a huge problem in their universe because there, there shouldn't be more than one Slayer. Right. And it's, you know, she makes some bad choices and... Uh, Maybe we'll get into that higher up the list, but in this particular episode, um, she, she yeah, is fresh off, of bad fresh off saving Angel. She she broke out of jail to save Angel. So if you're concurrently watching Angel, you would understand whatever happened there. I don't remember at this point. Uh, and now she's back in Sunnydale because she's heard that, like I've said, they're in a bad place where they pretty much think they're all about to get murdered. Right. Um, but you know, her and Buffy did not leave on great terms. So it, it's kind of bringing her back into the fold. Also, the episode right before this is the one where uh, Giles chose to side with Principal Wood and try to take out Spike behind Buffy's back. Bad, bad choice. Yeah. And so everyone is kind of awkward when Faith walks into this house and she's like, okay, are they really this angry at me? And, and Spike's like, a lot of that's at me. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. That you don't know about. And there's a, an amazing scene between Faith and Spike where they talk about how they've met before in a previous episode that is much higher on my list, which we will talk about, in which Faith was inside Buffy's body. Ooh. Uh, so he doesn't know that they've met before, but she does, and it's just this and whole, how did like, they meet? power no. dynamic. And then Buffy walks in on it and is, like, super jealous, and that's when you start to see, like, oh my god, she actually does like Spike, and this isn't just, like, a weird sex thing. She might have feelings. What's happening? Huh. This is all the also the episode where, spoiler alert, um, Xander loses an eye. Oh, okay, good to know. Um, I have a question about... Okay, so the principal. Principal Wood? Yes. Yeah. Um, I've seen, I'm in, so like jumping around between one and three, I've seen... Principal Snyder. And whoever was the principal in the first episode, who I'm guessing was like just replaced immediately by Probably. Snyder. Principal yeah. Snyder's the only, he's like the main, I think he's in the pilot. Um, Maybe not, but he's their know. main high school principal. It's someone different, because this guy has hair and he's much rounder. Right, Snyder is definitely balding, yeah. 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 
Snyder is great. He's Quark from DS9. Oh, so I was very he's a excited real trip, and he is in a lot of these episodes, so you'll get to spend a lot of time with him. Principal Woods is on 24 for like a bunch of seasons. I'm guessing that Snyder must die. Wood. Is, is yes, are, oh, Woods, yeah, are all the principals villains? No. I feel like everyone who's in a position of authority in Buffy world is a villain. Uh, Principal Wood is not a villain, but he was never their principal. He's principal after they've all graduated. And, okay. And Dawn is at the school. Got it. Um, Snyder is not so much a villain. He's just like an asshole. Right. Um, and then things go very bad for him, but you'll see. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. And I can't remember any. I, I think they die. A lot of them end up getting killed. I think it's like a running joke. Like, why would you want to take this job? Yeah. Because they don't end well. So whoever the principal is in season one, must something must happen to him. But I don't remember. Right. I didn't watch any of season one for my list, which I know is a failure on my part. But I just yeah. I only had so much time to watch yeah. a million episodes. They're hour long episodes, and I episodes. loved every single one of them. And I wanted I even watched other ones that I knew weren't going to be considered, but because I just wanted to continue the story from what I was yeah. watching, I wanted to finish it. <sighs> okay, so coming in at number twenty one is the episode I've already talked about. It's uh, the premiere of season five. It's Buffy versus Dracula. Buffy meets the infamous Dracula, <laughs> and he has a little bit too much power over her, and she starts to do things that uh, she shouldn't do. He makes uh, Xander his uh, spider bitch, <laughs> and Giles ends up meeting those beautiful three ladies, and it's just a whole. It's just a very f- funny episode. And then at the very end, Dawn appears out of nowhere, and everyone acts like it's totally normal that she's been there the whole time, which is pretty crazy. Yes. It's a really good episode. Very funny. Uh, okay, coming in at number 20, season four, episode six, Wild at Heart. Wild at Heart. Saskia, do you remember what happens in this episode? Devastating. Oz meets another... Uh, Werewolf. Let's talk about Oz. Oz is Willow's. No. Would be. And. Soulmate. Yeah. I mean. I mean, is he? They meet in like the very first uh, Halloween episode. He sees her in her little ghost outfit and he's like, just like. Immediately. Falls in love. She's dressed as like Nanook of the North. But Willow at the time. (laughs) Still in love with Xander. Yes. Yeah, doesn't notice him. Takes her a while to really understand that he is the one. Anyway, in this episode, they are in college. Oh, this is a heartbreaking one. And he uh, ends up cheating on her. Because he has a connection. Well, he's he turns into a wolf. He meets Veruca, who's like the slutty singer of this band. And they're all like, it's just a weird energy between them. Willow's being jealous, but she doesn't want to feel like she's being psycho. That he's like just talking to another girl at college. Like, that's crazy to be like, don't talk to other women. Yeah. But like, it's just obvious that this girl is not trustworthy. It's not just some girl. They yeah. They a weird connection. And they, so yes, but she's really not aware why. A werewolf. She doesn't think that they should lock themselves up when they change, whereas Oz has a cage that he puts himself in so that no one gets hurt when yep. he changes during the full moon. Which is logically sound. Yes. Mm-hmm. 100% since you can't control what you do. Yeah. Um, anyway, they end up getting out the first night and um, hooking up, basically. And then the second night, he forces her into the cage with him so they hook up again. And Willow finds him there in the morning naked, naked and scratched up. And she's devastated. But again, she's going to forgive him. She's going to let it go. And nope, he breaks up with her and leaves town and says he's going to go out and find a cure. And he's not going to come back until he can uh, not be that 
that monster anymore. Oh, when and when it comes back, one on the list, one of the most. Late. I was gonna say, doesn't she? Uh... Devastating episodes of yeah uh, of Buffy. What are you doing? Going. No. That's your solution. That's my decision. Don't I get any say in this? No. was right about something the wolf is inside me all the time and I don't know where that line is anymore between me and it until I figure out what that means I shouldn't be around you or anybody well that could be a problem because people kind of a planetary epidemic find some place. Well, how long? I don't know. Don't you love me? My whole life. I've never loved anything else. It's just that last scene. The episode isn't a great episode. It's not higher. But that final scene when they're saying goodbye to each other and she's trying to convince begging begging him to stay uh amazing performance by allison hannigan and by seth green and the show was never the same after that episode as far as i'm concerned because he was a big part of that group i know again he wanted out he you know he was only getting a couple of lines one or two scenes per episode and was like you know i could be doing more than this yeah. and that's fair but oz is oz is special i have a question um so i saw halloween so I saw his introduction. Yeah. Because I looked it up. I looked up when he first came in because I was like fascinated that Seth Green's on this show. Yeah. This must have been his first big role, right? Oh, well, he's a child actor. He's been acting since he was a kid. Oh, okay. But on TV, probably. Right. Okay. I don't think he was ever on a TV series before this. Well, he's as great. As a main role. He's the best. Anyway, fuck Oz. I cannot believe he broke up with her and drove away like that. Yeah. Devastating. Okay. Uh, next is uh, season six, episode five. It's called Life Serial. This is a really funny episode where the trio who we mentioned earlier, which is Jonathan, uh, oh my God, what are their names? Jonathan, Warren, and oh my God, the short one who now runs Empire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what it's, is his um, name? Oh my God. Okay, it'll come He's to so us. important. Anyways, they're to the story. They're tracking Buffy and they're taking turns screwing with her and they are having a competition who can who can screw with her the most. Okay. So one of them she's trying to she's trying to figure out what she's doing with her life. She's very lost. So she's first she starts to go back to college and she, they end up putting this little like device on her that speeds up time. So she's trying to like audit classes and hang out with her friends and then things just keep going really fast and it's but she almost immediately figures it out, crushes the thing and then it's over. But a whole day does go by because it's happening so fast. Right. Did you find his name? Andrew. Andrew. Oh right, Andrew is it's the one. Vampires, vampires, right? Ah, and I screwed that up. Jonathan <laughs> is the one, the short one. Okay. I also had the Andrew, the way Jonathan, and Warren. 
My name isn't fucking Lauren. Uh, okay, and so the second time, um, so then she goes to get a job with Xander. She's working construction with all these guys that are giving her a hard time because she's five feet tall. And then um, she can, she's like a hundred times stronger than them. And they're pissed because she's working too fast. So first they're pissed because she can't do, they think that she won't be able to keep up. And then they're mad because she's so much stronger than them. And she's screwing with her, like, you know, we get paid by the hour. So then they <sighs> stick all these monsters on her. She kills them. And then a lot of things get destroyed. They vanish. And everyone claims they didn't see the monsters, that she just went berserk and, and started beating people up. So she gets fired. Right. Then, which is the my favorite part of the episode, she gets a job at the magic shop, which is owned by Giles and Anya. And she tries to help a customer, but every time she fails, the day starts over again. And huh. so she realizes that if she doesn't um, satisfy the customer, the day will never end. And it just keeps happening over and over and over again. And it's like a Groundhog Day <sighs> part of the episode, and they're all watching him from their van. Uh, and it's a really funny episode, and I like it a lot. Yeah. That's great. That's one of the things I like most about this show is when they just find, like, within the Monster of the Week gimmick is more like a weird supernatural trap of the week. Yeah. Which is great. Way better than all the fighting. Season six isn't my favorite. It's, like I said, the darkest season, I think. And I, there aren't a ton of episodes on my top 25, but this one is, again, it's like a nice respite. She is struggling, and it's not a happy episode, but it's it's very comedic. And you get to focus a lot on the trio and how stupid they are. They have a fight about who's the best Bond, and they start screaming about, you know, Timothy Dalton should win an Oscar and hit, uh, oh my god, why do I always forget his name? The Scottish one. That's Sean Connery? Sean Connery over the head with it, yeah. And anyway, that's what sets them off, because they're, they're fighting about that, and they accidentally honk the horn of the van, and it's like the Death Star like Star Wars noise or whatever and it's just like everyone's like what who's over there <laughs> it is only one of the only seasons where the villain is like they're human yeah they're not some kind of monster it's true alright next up is season 2 episode 6 Halloween which you watched right the first Here's, one I watched what was the your favorite parts about it which one tell is this one tell us the plot yeah Okay, Remind so the basic me. plot of this... Ethan Rain again, this, who was mentioned in Band Candy. He's, and this is Ethan Rain's first appearance, yes. right? Is Xander a soldier in this one? Yes. Xander's a soldier. Willow Sexy turns into soldier. a ghost. So good. Basic plot is, uh, it's Halloween. Everyone is, like, paired up to... Basically, they're sent out on volunteer. Snyder. Work. Snyder. Sticks them with the kids. Yep. you got to go walk kids around. Yeah. Great. Uh, however, uh, Buffy is trying to impress Angel at this point, trying to figure out how to get in his good books. They sneak in to Giles' office, go through his watcher's diary, and find out that, you know, Giles, uh, Angel's been around since the 18th century, so, or the 19th, or Do they find out about Drusilla? I think she sees a picture of Drusilla. Yes, which is why she chooses, okay, for my costume, I'm going to dress as an 18th century noblewoman. Yeah. So they go to Ethan Rain's costume shop, thinking he's just a normal costume guy, get some costumes, and uh, we leave. costume guy. <laughs> and cut to the back, and the normal costume guy is praying to a statue of Janus, two-faced Roman god, and then everyone turns into their costumes. So yes. Xander becomes a G.I. Joe, and Willow becomes a ghost that can actually walk through walls, yeah. and Buffy loses all of her powers. Buffy loses her memory. Oh, that's right. Buffy becomes the she damsel. She becomes the damsel. Yeah. She's yeah. like the dumbest one. So she's totally useless now. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. It's f not fun for, for your first episode, maybe. I'm glad you had seen season one already so that you know the awesomeness that is Buffy. But <laughs> and yeah. the awesome you have to know it to see how funny this is. 
It's so good. The difference in Xander because he's like so bumbly, neurotic, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And he's and, now he's just in charge. And, and what's funny there. is from this episode forward, he retains those memories. Yeah, like it comes up multiple times. Another thing I love about this show is Was the it continuity. It's like it, they bring up stuff from old episodes all the time. They joke like you would about stuff that had happened to you in the past. Like it's just good writing. It oh, is. Thank you, Joss. It's the other episode where they go to the military base. And he's like, yeah, I remember all of this. <laughs> the whole layout from this place. Yeah, I've been here. Uh, yeah, anyways, go ahead. So, yeah, they turn into their costumes, and Angel is like, what is happening? Yeah, why are you doing this? Yeah. Why, what is going on here? Uh, and also Spike. It's a great Spike episode, too, right? right? Isn't he there attacking everybody for no reason? That's right, Multiple yeah. enemies. Yeah, he's part of the whole mess. I think Willow ends up saving the day, basically. I think Drusilla, doesn't she have, like, a premonition? And he's like, he's like, you could get the Slayer on Halloween. He's like, Halloween's a joke. Yeah. Like, whatever. And then I, he was like, and she's like, no, I, what? something's happening. I thought they were working with Ethan. Mm. I thought, because Ethan's like a warlock or Definitely something. I don't think so. I think that was a complete coincidence. I think it was, she had a vision that, like, made him know that tonight was the night he had a chance. Because he's killed be slayers in the past. So Ethan is just screwing oh, yes. around with people. Yeah. Basically. That's so weird. Cause he's like a, an old friend of Giles. They went to yes. school together. They're well, friends. and that comes up in the episode yeah. when Will's like, this was going on. So they go to the costume shop. He recognizes like, Ethan. Why is he going to the one town where Giles is yeah. to fuck with everybody? I mean, it is the where hell the Hellmouth hell is. We haven't talked about the Hellmouth. Uh, yeah. Sunnydale, where mm-hmm. they live, is on a Hellmouth. Which is where, like, all, all the demon demons. energy is. Yeah. I guess it's just good for doing magic. Right. Right? Uh, so, yeah, they yeah. have... The, Will is the only one that knows... Because she's just a ghost of herself. Yeah. So she still remembers everything. She she's trying to explain. And what's... Cordy's a cat, but she's not a cat. Cordelia. That's right. Yeah. Because uh, she got her costume from a different store. But Xander saves her at one point. In yeah. this episode. Which, I'm assuming... I mean jumping around too much. I don't know exactly what's going on, but I know yeah. they got together and then uh, it didn't work out because of uh, some cheating. And, yeah. Uh, Brutal. Yeah. Poor Xander. Anyway, that one Poor ends Cordelia. up okay. Everyone everyone gets out of it and Spike doesn't die or anything. And he just runs away. And Angel it's says, very, uh, very funny. I didn't like 18th century women. I wanted someone who knew how to do stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why I picked you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, very so the very Coffee next Summers. episode is actually also Super Spike related. It's uh, number 17, season 3, episode 8. It's entitled Lover's Walk. And it's one where Spike has, like, lost Drusilla because she's, like, um, he's not mad or she's off with Angel. I don't even know. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> um, but he, like, kidnaps Willow to try to do a love spell. And then him and it's just like it's just a crazy episode where they're just like they end up getting attacked by a bunch of um, vampires that are trying to kill him over money he owes them because of all the kitten poker. And I don't it's just think like, I remember this oh one. Oh my god, it's so funny. Uh, yeah, it's called Lovers Walk, and he's like cries. He like hangs himself over a cross. He's like crying about Drusilla. Like it's like Spike's lowest moment for sure. He's so <laughs> incredibly pathetic, and Willow is just looking at him like what the fuck? Like, you're a scary monster. You're acting insane. Yeah, super funny. Here's to bring a rat with the morning paper. Great, more moping. That's going to get her back. The spell's going to get her back. That'll trouble for somebody who doesn't even care about you. Shut your gob. She really is just kind of fickle. Shut up! (laughs) What do you know? It's your fault. For both of you, she belongs with me. I'm nothing without her. 
Yeah, that I'll have to agree with. You're pathetic, you know that? You're not even a loser anymore. You're a shell of a loser. Yeah. You're one to talk. Meaning? The last time I looked in on you two, you were fighting to the death. Now you're back making googly eyes at each other like nothing happened. Makes me want to heave. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. You're just friends. That's right. You're not friends. You'll never be friends. You'll be in love till it kills you both. You'll fight, and you'll shag, and you'll hate each other till it makes you quiver, but you'll never be friends. Love isn't brains, children. It's blood. Blood screaming inside you to work its will. I may be love's bitch, but at least I'm man enough to admit it. And then, of course, it's a really good Oz episode because he is like, uh, you know, he has Willow. Like, we need to go kill him. He's very sexy. Does um, does Spike have a soul like Angel does? No. No? Not yet. Why does he feel emotions at this point? He, yeah, well, he's very in love with Drusilla. That seems to be his only um, his only thing. Okay. Yeah, he's madly in love with Drusilla. And she loves Angel. Uh, and her. herself. Right. And she's crazy. Also. Yeah. She's very I mean, crazy. you get a lot of Drusilla's backstory if you really watch all the episodes and you'll see what's happened to her. I mean, Angel basically tortured her into insanity. Oh, well then, fair enough. So it's kind of like, you know, you can't really blame a girl. No. Yeah. Angelus is very bad news. Yes. Yeah. The, before they... Does, uh, Not too many uh, evil time? angel. I didn't pick any evil angel oh, episodes, no. which is interesting. They, wait, yeah. do they do any flashbacks on the show, or was it only on Angel? Oh, Those there's the lots of flashbacks on this show. For Angel? Yes. Yeah. To him. Well, we'll talk about some of them are in here. Uh, okay, so the next one is another one you watched, I think, season three, episode 18, which is Earshot. Earshot. This which one was is great. such a cool episode, right? Yeah, tell us about that too. Okay, uh, how to describe Earshot? She gets bit by not she bit. She gets like stung. We open with she touches it. So many episodes open with like a big circle, quiet Her shot fighting of nothing, a and then yeah. like falls into frame fighting a demon. They or definitely a have a, a an opening that they like to do. Yeah. So she kills one, but the other one touches her hand or something, and she gets this weird kind of like, it's like spreading, blue gunk. Yeah, yeah, mark. And then over the course of the episode, uh, she basically finds out from Giles that this demon's imparted like a little part of himself or itself to her, uh, the essence of the yeah, demon. Yeah, but she yeah. doesn't know what part. Yeah, and so it turns out this can manifest with all kinds of different powers or effects. And what ends up happening is Buffy's effect is she can hear the thoughts of those around her. So hard. Nightmare. And it gets spirals out of control as the episode goes. She's hearing all more the guys and more dirty from thoughts further and further. School. Yeah, all the mean thoughts of everyone. Um, Finding out how horny Xander is, oh, how insecure no. Willow is. Yeah, and it's even worse once they know that they can hear her. They can't hide anything. Yeah. And so she has to, like, separate herself from them. That's how she finds... This is when she finds out her mom slept with Giles. Yes. And her mom comes... That's one. Of, that was my favorite scene in the episode, because mm. she's lying at home sick. She doesn't want to go out, and her mom comes in, and like, being extra nice. Here's a blanket. I'm not going to hang out with you. And she, you can see she's uncomfortable, and there's yeah. like, this weird beat. And then... Buffy hears her thoughts uh, and uh, knows everything. Yeah, knows everything. They hooked up in band candy. 
Thanks to Ethan Rain. But thankfully she cannot hear Angel's thoughts. Yes. Because he did. Is kind of sucky for her. Because, like, he's probably the one person that she does. Like, oh, fun, when she has the power she, and she's stoked about it, she, like, runs over to his tomb and, like, ooh, what? Mm-hmm. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Trying to be like, what okay, what's our, things? where is our relationship going? And, like, nothing. She can't get anything. So this is, like, a, it's basically a race against time episode. Because yeah. then they... First it's fun for like a minute, a hot minute, and then it gets bad, and she goes into isolation, and then... She also hears someone in the school saying that they're going to uh, kill everyone. Right. And it's... Isn't it? It's Jonathan. 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 Yeah, yeah. And so she tracks him down in the clock tower with a rifle, talks him out of killing people, turns out he was just going to kill himself. Yes. Which is good. It makes him less of a villain and... Oh, but he'll... I know. He'll he'll come back around. Yeah. Yeah. But someone is trying to kill them. Yes. Uh, oh Xander God. figures it out. It's the uh, cafeteria lady. That's right. She's putting rat poison <laughs> in the lunch food. It's so dumb. Yeah. It's a very silly... That's a great scene, though. When he's like, it's poison, it's poison! He's like killing everyone's lunch. I thought it was going to turn out that it was nothing to do with this, and that was a misdirect, and then it was just going to be... He was just, like, panicking over nothing. But no. Yeah. No, she it's was really lady. putting rat poison in their food. Dear yeah. God. Angel runs off, gets a demon heart. Puts it in a potion. Buffy's back Feeds to it to Buffy. So sexy. So sexy. Oh, God. Come on. Yeah. It's a little bit sexy. It's a little bit. Yeah. It's a little bit. There's they a can't lot of have sex, sex so they need that. By the way, all the action Sexiness. scenes in this show really hold up. Yeah, they're great. Really well done. Okay, so number 15 on my list, we are not going to talk about too much, just for the benefit of Pierce Ray, because it is uh, season 7, episode 21 and 22, End of oh. Days and Chosen. So, yeah, Bye-bye. Last two episodes... Of the series of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I would say it's rare for me to rate a series finale this high. I find a lot of shows don't end well. And they don't... By the time they end, you're already kind of ready for them to be over. This is a fucking great finale. It's fantastic. It's so good. Every minute of it is good. And everyone gets their own um, resolution. Right. Or continuation. Whatever it may be. Depending on... How their story ends. So like a little, like kind of like, so you can keep building their story in your head. You're like, okay, this is the trajectory they're on, and I like Did it. Did they it continue just, with a comic book? Yes, yes, yeah. There is season eight in a comic, I think for sure. Mm, um, very good. I've very never good. gotten to read it, but I would love someone to buy it for me for Christmas one time. Okie dokie. Uh, yes, and 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 um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything we can say about this episode that's not too spoilery. Angel uh, is there. And it's an amazing scene in the graveyard um, where they they kind of have their final uh, DTR. Is it Spike? You're not telling me something. Descent. I remember it pretty well. Vampires. I remember tell you the whole smelling people thing's a little gross. Is he your boyfriend? Is that your business? You in love with him? Okay, maybe I'm out of line. This is kind of a curveball for me. I mean, we are talking about Spike here. It's different. He's different. He has a soul now. Oh. Well. What? That's great. Everyone's got a soul now. It'll make a difference. No, I started it. The whole having a soul. Before it was all the cool new thing. Oh my god, are you 12? I'm getting the brush off for Captain Peroxide. Doesn't necessarily bring out the champion in me. You're not getting the brush off. Are you just gonna come here and go all Dawson on me every time I have a boyfriend? Aha! 
boyfriend. He's not. But he is in my heart. I'm trying not to listen right now. Uh, and Spike also it plays a big part of that. That's all I'm gonna say. I watched it. I watched the scene a couple times because <laughs> it's the end of the first episode and the beginning of the last episode, um, and the whole triangle of Angel, Spike, Buffy. It's like it, it hits its peak in these two episodes, and she comes home and he is punching a punching bag with a picture that he has drawn of Angel's face, and it's like the dumbest. Like most idiotic, dark, like drawing of like this little teeth with this like dark haired vampire. <laughs> uh, it's just so petty, and I just it makes me laugh every time, like so hard. Anyway, we won't get too much into that, but amazing finale, and thank you for giving us one because it would have sucked if I mean, and I don't want to say it ended the way I wanted it to or the way I would have ended it. Um, but I thought it was great. That's really good to know, because going into it now, kind of addicted, I, I like to know I'm going towards something yeah. yes, that's going to satisfy me. Yeah, and especially how, what they, the choices they make in 6 and 7, I was very worried about whether we were going to leave everybody, and what, what ending we were going to get. Did you think it was going towards, a, like, a, a grim dark ending? It's just so dark. It's so dark for so long, and, and everyone's struggling for so long, and you're just like, whoa, like what's gonna like how yeah. how is this gonna end up and then you know it end, it's it's all I'm gonna say I'm very nervous about some of my favorite main characters um I mean not everyone's gonna make it that's for I'm sure I'm worried about Cordelia right. don't... <laughs> you don't know what happens to Cordelia I don't know what happens to Cordelia that's really she's funny. one of my favorites <laughs> she's legitimately one of my favorite characters she's great I'm yeah very she is scared. great also on Veronica Mars as uh Dick and and uh, Beeb's stepmom. Yeah. Saskia. And on Greek as their little dead mother. For the listeners at home, Saskia's giving me this look like you don't know what's coming. It's, it's gonna knock your socks off. interesting. Oh! Alright, let's Some, talk about yeah, no, yes, go number ahead. 14 on my list is season 4 episode 8. It's called Pangs. This is an amazing uh, Thanksgiving episode in which Buffy, they're on their own, they're in college, and she's obsessed with having a perfect Thanksgiving dinner. Unfortunately, they're being attacked by the spirits of uh, these Native Americans whose ground they were digging up. And Xander has gotten like all of the diseases that they had gotten from the from the, the white man all at once. So he has syphilis and smallpox and like all of those things. Uh, and in the meantime, the best part about this episode is that Angel is back, but he doesn't want Buffy to know because they had a horrific breakup. And but he's heard that you know she's in danger, so he's like watching her from afar. But everyone else keeps accidentally running into him, so he keeps having to convince people to not tell. And but then he's also helping, and then they all help, and it's just it's so funny because, <laughs> uh, yeah. And eventually they're trying, and Spike is also there. He at this point in the story um, has been neutered. Um, so, what? yeah, he, uh, what does that mean? he has a chip in his brain, so if he tries to attack any human, it goes off and causes him, like, a massive amount of pain. Okay. This is the, uh, army. Is this from the initiative? Yes. Okay. Good call. Okay. And he is struggling and, like, literally starving to death, so he actually shows up at Giles' house, like, begging for help, so they just tie him to a chair in the corner while they have dinner. <laughs> Um, but then the Native Americans attack and they're shooting arrows. So Spike's just getting filled with arrows because <laughs> he, can't, he cannot move and no one will help him. 
Anyway, and in the meantime, Angel is like secretly outside, also fighting, and no one. And like, the, anyways, it's just a really great episode. Really love it a lot. Okay, after that, we have uh, season seven, episode eight. It's entitled Sleeper. This is a very stressful episode where they uh, realize that Spike's chip is no longer functioning. And he's actually mass murdering people and burying them. And he has no memory or awareness of it because he's being controlled uh, by the first, uh, who is uh, very evil. Is he the big bad in this season? The first is the big bad in season one and in season seven. Yeah. Wait, I thought the master was the big bad in season one. Oh, yeah. The master is... Is a nightmare. Yeah. The master, like, works for the first sort of, right? Okay. Maybe it's just the... You're, no, maybe you're right. It is the master. It's not the first. The first is the one that tries to convince Angel to commit suicide in the Christmas episode. Where, uh, anyways, oh, it doesn't depressing. matter. Yeah, the, it's the first oh. evil, right? Yes, essentially. Yeah, but I don't think I think Piers is right. Ancient. I think the master is in season one. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's it's. The only reason I know that is because he awakens in the pilot. Yes. Which I watch. Exactly. Anyway, Spike. The Master. Spike, the Master, the master um, is the villain for the whole first season, for okay. sure. Spike has a trigger. It's a song. Um, so whenever he hears that song, um, he kills people. And yeah, so Buffy ends up fighting a vampire who tells her that Spike turned him days ago. And she's like, she's been, she's the one that's been defending him, Ooh. keeping him alive, letting him live in their house. Like, and everyone else has been trying to kill him behind her back, basically. So this is a rough blow to find out that actually, in fact, he has been murdering people. And when he finds out, he's like, just kill me. Like, just kill me. It's the safest thing to do. Right. She's like, no, we're going to help you. We're going to fix this and blah, blah, blah. Classic she Buffy. loves him secretly deep down. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Coming in at ep- number 12, season two, episode 21 and 22, Becoming. This is another heartbreaking one. Uh, the reason it's lower on my list is majority flashback. Of Angel and Spike in the old days. Look at that, yeah. And that's not my favorite episode. There are d- um, some of the worst. But this is... Well, like them in Ireland? or Yeah, England. And this is the finale of season two. Angel is fully evil. That I'd like to see. Uh, he has lost his soul and him... Did you watch... Oh, every episode... 13 and 14? No, no. Every episode I saw, he was uh, just... Just a puppy. Yeah. So uh, him, Spike, and Drusilla are working together. They're raising. I think it's a golem. It's like a yes, a golem. Yes, ass monster that's going to like rip the world apart. <laughs> uh, and unfortunately, because they do end up releasing it, the only way to stop it is to kill Angel. Buffy. What's going on?
But he and doesn't do they? actually. Obviously, he doesn't die. Die. Uh, Buffy. What? Wait, Saskia. For the listener at home, Saskia's giving me another. It's another. Perhaps you're wrong. You see, look. Perhaps it you're wrong. Might be the single most upsetting scene of this entire series. Real, real bad. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, Willow is scrambling behind the scenes to put Angel's soul back into his body. Okay. Xander is supposed to pass this message along to Buffy, but he does not like Angel and never has. I'm sure you can tell from the episodes. Was never supportive of their relationship. So doesn't tell him. And then seconds before she uh, has to put a sword through his heart, he regains his soul and he doesn't remember what's happening. And why she's stabbing him. Or why she's about to kill him. Ooh. And it is so... She still kills him, I assume. Oh, yeah. But wait, he's if he has a soul back... she runs away to Malibu. Is he mortal? Uh, no, he's never mortal. He's still okay. a vampire, so, even when he has a soul. But the only way uh, to stop the demon, the golem... I think his name's Decathla... Uh, is, is to kill him. She has no choice. But when he was evil, it was a little bit easier. Yeah. But he's not uh, evil anymore. Give me time. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this scene. This is going to be tough. So upsetting. Yeah, it is. She also blows up uh, someone with like a massive rocket launcher, which is an amazing scene. Yes. In a mall. Yeah. Yeah. Which they get from the army station because Xander still knows the layout and codes and everything. Right. And how to use a rocket launcher, etc. Well, yeah, that's pretty does. She's like, he tells her, he's like, just flick the switch, press this button. That's awesome. It's a great. He's basically a trained soldier. That's a, that explains that episode because he becomes a watcher later. Xander? Like, no. He kind of like takes over. Well, the role, I mean, he? it. Like you need to. I no. I think you first of all need to be British. Well, the Watchers Council is it's completely destroyed. Yes, it's true. I think technically, nope. if we are to believe what we learned in Angel, right? I mean, that's really what they're all doing now, right? Is finding girls and training them. Yes. Like, so yes, technically, but he's not probably not legally a watcher because you're right. That's a very tradition of trained people that go to weird schools and learn things. I anyway, mean, he is on the job training. We are so close. Let's talk about number eleven. Yep. Doppelgangland. Uh, season three, episode sixteen. Did you watch it? I did. Okay, this is one of my favorite episodes. I was like working so hard to get this into the top ten, and yeah. it didn't. But it's like it's so funny. And it's, it's such a good Willow Oz episode. I gotta say, Willow's my least favorite character. No, she's so funny in this. I one. love Willow. Yeah, she drives too. me crazy. I'm say I don't love Oz. That's my that's my two cents. Really? I yeah. I haven't seen enough of him to really have He's an not, opinion. It's no way to not love him. That's crazy. You know what I like most about Oz is when we were listening to his thoughts in uh, in earshot, <laughs> and his thoughts are he's like, basically. Like, Am I my thoughts? <laughs> is Buffy me? Yeah. If Buffy's me, then I don't exist. Huh? He's <laughs> the uh, best. All his thoughts are. He's the only one with any pure uh, thoughts. Yeah. It's great. This is what like uh, remind me they they need to go back. What? Well, how does she end up getting pulled through again? Oh, she tries to get the necklace back. Um, I think so. Every yes. Anya makes yes. Willow do a spell, trying to get her necklace back from a previous the previous timeline. Anya, so right. great. So she can escape because Anya is trapped now. After season three, episode nine, the wish, which is also on your yeah, list. Yeah, number two. It's two. so high. Watched it last yeah. night. It's very high. So good. Which is my favorite. I was really happy I watched both of these because... They connect really yeah, well. It's yeah. so cool. And she even brings up the wish in the prom. Yes. Anya talks That's about right. the, the wish episode. That's in the prom. right. 
Um, so basically, uh, Willow is getting pulled into everyone's assignments. And she's oh, being yeah, kicked around like a doormat. Jock. Yeah, that real. Percy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's some a weird big jock game. game. So uh, she does this spell, has a vision of something bad, and steps away. Anya's pissed. But then elsewhere, uh, the evil. Vampire Willow. From an alternate universe. Yeah, where is... Buffy never came to Sunnydale. Yes. Uh, comes through, and now we got two Willows here. Yeah. yeah, one who's really annoying, and one who's just normal Willow. It's just like, <laughs> really. It's hate just like uh, How I Met Your Mother. We have normal. Oh my god, how can I not remember her name? Lily, and we have stripper Lily. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, they all have doppelgangers yeah, on that do. show. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yes, but uh, yeah, she shows up. Everyone thinks Willow has died and turned into a vampire, and it turns into this chain of telling people. And it getting very upsetting, and then real Willow showing up, and they, like that hug scene where they won't let her go, yeah, is so cute. This isn't real. I can't feel anything. Arms, legs, anything. She was truly finest of all of us. Way better than me. Much, much better. It's all my fault. No. It's me. It's me. I'm the one that called her reliable. She must have gone out and gotten attacked, which she never would have done if I hadn't called her reliable. And now my best friend is... What's going on? Jeez, who died? Oh, God, who died? Back! Get back, demon! Willow, you're alive. Aren't I usually? Oh! Mm. Uh, oh! <laughs> I love you guys too. Okay, oxygen becoming an issue. Charles, what's going on with these? Oh! Oh! Oh, uh, sorry, um. It's really nice that you guys miss me. Say, you all didn't happen to do a bunch of drugs, did you? Well, we saw you at the bronze. A vampire. I'm not a vampire. You are. I, I mean, you, you, you were. Jaws planning on jumping in with an explanation anytime soon? Well, uh, something. Something, um, very strange is happening. Can you believe the Watchers Council let this guy go? Oh, and then they have, and then they switch their clothes so that Good Willow's dressed like Bad Willow, Bad Willow's dressed yeah. like Good Willow. And she waves at Oz like, hi, it's me. <laughs> yeah, so Bad Willow is like, wants to take over the bronze because as we see later in The Wish, uh, vampires own the bronze and they have humans in cages. And yeah, so she gets there and uh, Angel's there and, and uh, Oz and they're like, okay, uh, get Buffy. Like right fucking now. And he, Angel goes to tell them, like, Willow's dead and she's killing people in the bronze. <laughs> and Willow's standing right there and she's like... Yeah, that's really funny. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so then they come up with this whole plan of, like, really bad plan of locking her into um, a cage in the library and, and going in as, as her and, and killing the minions one by one. Which works okay. Yeah, not bad. First, okay. first start. I didn't fully understand why they left Bad Willow alive. 
Well, this episode made... Because it's Willow. Because it's Willow. But then they also send Bad Willow back to this alternate universe. Because they can't kill her. It's Willow. That's it's it. still Willow. They just don't want to kill Willow. Yeah. So they... Even Vampire Willow. I, I'm just... I'm really glad that it all wraps up with her getting sent back and then immediately killed. Yeah. Well, the thing is, <laughs> like, you had already seen the previous episode, you know how that's going to end, right? Yeah. Because she dies in The Wish. Yeah. And it's like seconds before she gets killed... Uh, she comes, you know, barreling through and is like, oh, I don't like this world. This world sucks. Like, Xander's not a vampire here. This isn't no fun. I think it's, I think she does a great job. I think you're crazy. I just can't. She's so slow at talking. It drives me insane. She does talk very Really slowly. slow. But I feel like gentle. that she does that all the time. She does. It's just her character. I can't fault no, her No, I, I mean, I mean, Allison... Oh, yeah, yeah, she does. I feel like her way of, of acting is very calculated and slow. Yes, I would agree. But I, I think she's great. I yeah. love her. Yeah, love she's her adorable. so much. All right, coming in at number 10, <laughs> season 5, episode 13. It's entitled, entitled? Entitled. Entitled Blood Ties. This is the episode where Dawn finds out she's the key. And oh. it's the whole thing where she, like, she is on a mission because she knows she's being lied to. Obviously, everybody, not everybody, but she thinks everybody knows what's really going on. Actually, it's only Buffy that knows, and I think Joyce. Um, and she enlists Spike's help in uh, figuring out what they're lying about. And throughout the episode, they gather enough evidence to put it all together and realize that she's not real. Uh, and she has a complete existential meltdown just like Oz like <laughs> what the fuck am I I'm not part of this family I'm not anything and it's it's a really powerful episode and Buffy really has to like step up to the plate and be like no you're my fucking sister like all of our memories are real all of their memories are real but that's also the episode where everyone else finds out that she was not always there and it's really hard for them to um, accept that because because she's in their, all their memories Okay, so Dawn... Questions? uh, A lot. So, I mean, that's great that they did an episode explaining why Dawn was never mentioned up until this point and why she's like... No, she was never never part of... Yeah, Yeah, no, she she wasn't in the first movie. I mean, the whole season five is is us finding that out, right? Right. But um, at first, they don't know anything is up, right? Right. But at this point, this is the end of us. Like, she's the last person to know that she's not real. So, like... The way most shows would treat a character like this is just, oh, here's a new character we've never mentioned before. Yeah. And they turned it into a plot, which is really cool. An an incredibly, like, mind-blowing plot. That's the thing. I was so mad about it. I was like, what? Oh, my God. Anyway, amazing. Yeah, she doesn't handle it well. She tries to cut herself, or she does cut herself. You know, I'm bleeding. Is this blood real? Like, she just cannot handle it. Buffy is so pissed at Spike. Um, for letting her find out like that. And, um, <laughs> and he's just like, she would have gone off on her own. Like, would you have preferred that? Because it's not safe. Yeah. And, you know, anyway. He's, they, both, right. they both have a point. Exactly. And it's a really amazing episode. And then, it, you know, kind of ends with everyone getting kicked out and her and Joyce just being like, no, it's the three of us. That's what this is. There's a lot of glory in this episode. And also the doctor, who is also glory. Glory the big bad. Uh, oh. Very confusing. I thought you just meant like... 
They no, a person named Glory. She's a god. She's the first god they have to contend with. There's two of them, right? They're split into, like, there's a male yeah. and a female? Ben. Yeah. Ben and right. Glory. Ben and Glory? Yeah. She got the better name. Yeah. So how many gods do they fight in this series? <laughs> Just this one, I think. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, coming up next, uh, season five, episode 17. It's called Forever. I talked about this briefly. This is the episode after the body. Uh, Don finds a spell and does it uh, in order to bring Joyce, Joyce back. back from the dead. And um, Buffy is racing the entire episode to stop it, and she's not in time. And then the most heartbreaking scene happens where Buffy just gives into it. Because she obviously wants her mom back just as badly. And Don has to make the choice to uh, just to end it before... Because they're being told by everyone that, like, you don't know what's coming back. Right. Like, it might be your mom, but... It's a pet cemetery situation. It's a dead person, exactly. And we don't bring back the dead. We don't use magic to bring back the dead. This is sort of the point, too, where Willow is going too far. Okay. And uh, Tara, the amazing woman that she's dating, is, is starting to feel like... No, like we we can't choose who lives or dies, even though we have in the past chosen who lives or dies and will again and will again. So it's like another. I'm guessing it's complicated. Seeing a lot of uh, use of power and like the proper use of power on this show. Yeah, it's definitely an important theme on who has it and who should wield it and what you should do with it. And again, it's like this very metaphorical for high school and clicks and how you treat people as well. But, you know, by this point, they're way beyond that. <laughs> okay, super sad. Okay, and speaking of super sad episodes, season six, episode 19, Seeing Red. Ooh. Do you remember what happens in this episode? Someone might die very tragically in this episode, yeah. if that is, in fact, is the one Is it Cordelia? No. Then no. I do not care. Someone gets shot, does get shot out of a window. Chest, ricochet a bullet. Is not meant for them. No. And this is the episode where Spike uh, sexually attacks Buffy on the bathroom floor. And it's real, real bad. It's what? like a Chuck Bass situation. A <laughs> yeah. Chuck Bass. Chuck Bass, rapist of Gossip Girl. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's, I didn't know, I watched this episode, I chose to watch it specifically because of, obviously, there's a huge death in this episode, uh, and I didn't realize it was the same one, and it's oh, just, that's, it's, yeah, it's very, so, this whole episode is insane. Very dark. Um, Let's leave it spo- unspoiled for Pierce yeah, Ray. It's you. a really good cute. episode, ah. and it's so triumphant, like, it's, like, this, this person is in such a good place, finally, after such a long time of, of struggling, and has exactly what they want, and is so happy, and then, <laughs> lights mm. out. And mm. it's just unfucking believable And this, this, this person's not the only person to get shot. That's true. That's Some, right. Someone else also gets shot uh, and rushed to the hospital. It's a, it's really upsetting episode. Anyways, season six, episode Very, nineteen. Seeing I'm red. So scared right now. Uh, okay, season seven, episode twenty, is called "Touched," and I think Saskia can tell us what happens in this episode just based on one line, which comes from Spike's mouth, in which he says, "This was the best night of my life." Oof. What happens? What finally happens Ugh. after seven seasons? Best night of my life. Um, him and Buffy sleep together? Ooh. They sleep together. I didn't see a lot. No. Came, hit Faith a bunch of times and left. Really? I mean, not that I'm glad. But... Oh, you say the word and she's a footnote in history. I'll make it look like a painful accident. That's my problem. I say the word, some girl dies. Every time. There's always casualties in war. Casualties. Yeah. 
come so casual. These are girls, but I got killed. I cut myself off from them, all of them. I knew I was gonna lose some of them and I didn't, you know what? I'm still making excuses. I've always cut myself off. I've always... Being the Slayer made me different. But it's my fault I stayed that way. People are always trying to connect to me. I just... slip away. <laughs> you should know. I seem to recall a certain amount of connecting. We were never close. You just wanted me because I was unattainable. You think that's all that was? Please, let's not go over the past. Oh, no, no. Oh, let's hold on here. I've hummed along to your pity, Diddy. And I think I should have the mic for a bit. Fine. Stage is yours. Tear me up. You're insufferable. Thank you. That really helped. I'm not trying to cheer you up. What are you trying to say? I don't know. I'll know when I'm done saying it. Something pissed me off, and I just... Unattainable, that's it. Fine. I'm attainable. I'm a... I'm an attainathon. May I please just go to sleep? You listen to me. I've been alive a bit longer than you. And dead a lot longer than that. I've seen things you couldn't imagine. And done things I prefer you didn't. Don't exactly have a reputation for being a thinker. I follow my blood, which doesn't exactly rush in the direction of my brain. So I make a lot of mistakes, a lot of wrong bloody calls. A hundred plus years. And there's only one thing I've ever been sure of. You. Hey, look at me. I'm not asking you for anything. When I say I love you, it's not because I want you, or because I can't have you. It has nothing to do with me. I love what you are, what you do, how you try. I've seen your kindness and your strength. I've seen the best and the worst of you. And I understand with perfect clarity exactly what you are. You're a hell of a woman. You're the one, Buffy. I don't want to be the one. They only sleep. Wow. She sleeps. He just watches her sleep. Ugh. There is a coup at the house in which Buffy is ousted as the head of uh, power and told oh. her services are no longer needed because she's made a choice that was unpopular. Oh, come uh, on, at the house. The house. At that this point, literally, a lot of people are living in this house. Okay. Yeah. Lots, uh, lots of people. And Spike tracks her down by smelling her. Super gross. Creepy. That's really gross, yeah. Yeah, gives her a fucking speech to end all speeches about how she's the fucking hero of this crew and she needs to get off her ass and save the world. And obviously he's right. And then the, she asks him to stay and hold her ass. Oh, my God. And then he says, the best night of my life, and I will put the speech right here, even though I could do a word from her. Honey, you home? Yeah. 
And you did it. Fulfilled your mission. Found the Holy Grail or the Holy Hand Grenade or whatever the hell that is. Right now we're going with Scythe. You like her? Well, pointy and wooden is not exactly the look I want to know better, but it does have flair. I can see why a girl would ditch a fella for one of these. I'm sorry about that. It doesn't matter. You're back in the bosom. All's forgiven. And, uh, last night was just a glitch. Bit of cold comfort from the cellar dweller. I still make a thing out of it. Great. I have work to do. Oh, yeah. Another solo mission, of course. Yeah, it is. That's fine. You don't have to get shirty about it. Not shirty. What is shirty? That's not even a word. All right. All right. Big secret mission is fine. It's not a secret. Well, I mean, it, it is, but that's the point of the mission. Find out the secret. This thing was forged by... You know, I don't even know. I mean, something about a tomb on unconsecrated ground. That's what I have to do. I need to find out what this is and why I have it. And that's the thing that preacher man was so anxious to keep out of your midst. That it is. Well, maybe I'll swing by the venue when you go. Make sure it's sitting tight. Okay. You're a dope. I'm a what? You're a dope. And a bonehead and you're shirty. Have you gone completely carrot top? Do you see this? This may actually help me fight my war. This might be the key to everything. And the reason I'm holding it is because of you. Because of the strength that you gave me last night. I am tired of defensiveness and, and weird mixed signals. You know what? I have faith for that. Let's just get to the truth here, okay? I, I don't know how you felt about last night, but I will not... Terrified. Of what? Last night was... God, I'm such a jerk. I can't do this. Spike. It was the best night of my life. If you poke fun of me, you bloody well better use that, because I couldn't bear it. It may not mean that much to you, but... I just told you it did. <sighs> yeah. I hear you say it, but... I've lived for sodding ever, Buffy. I've done everything. I've done things with you I can't spell. Never been close to anyone, least of all you. Till last night, all I did was hold you, watch you sleep, and it was the best night of my life. So, yeah, I'm. Um, Terrified. You don't have to be. Were you there with me? I was. What does that mean? I don't know. Does it have to mean something? No. Not right now. Maybe when... No, let's just leave it. 
We'll go be heroes. I've been alive for Sonic. <laughs> oh my god. I've done things. Can you can you tell which team Hannah's on? Yeah. I no, can tell. listen. In Spike it's complicated. Angel? I just again It is very complicated. Watching the problems. I'm not I'm honestly I'm honestly not um I love James Marsters. He's I, much, much better yeah. than David. And I yes. love Spike. But I uh, for the Spike versus Angel thing, I'm I'm pretty like even almost like, almost exactly tied. Did Spike get his own spinoff too? No, but he does he's on the last Angel. season of okay. Angel. Yeah. It's pretty great. Okay, so Angel anyways is worth it. That episode for the most part basically the most. is okay. the episode before the two episode finale. So it's really a big three episode arc of amazingness but that episode just kills me for the whole Buffy Spike speech it's just like it's the best speech on television maybe it's like the whole scene is so good Ugh, I love it alright let's move it on I'm just recognizing right now that you have season 7 16 18 19 21 22 it's pretty good 17 yeah. on here it's no. a real, but it's real good season but I probably watched it <laughs> Probably. So it's just basically the, like the, the last six episodes of the finale are all so good. I mean, like the obvious, they're giving you all the things you want. Everyone's together. You know, it's like it's just so good. Yeah, but they're not super high up my list. Like that, I think that's the highest season seven episode is uh, episode twenty. Yeah. Then you know, best night of my life. But you do have a fair amount of episodes from what is probably the worst season, but they're great episodes, which is season four. No, season, season six is my least favorite. Yeah? Yeah. I don't season like... Season four is your least favorite? Oh, big time. I okay. don't like the initiative, and Adam is definitely my least favorite villain. Um, yes, the... Yeah. Yeah, but there are so... Like, Hush is in season It's four. amazing. Like, there's there's some really, really great episodes. episodes. Yeah. yeah. It's this... I don't even dislike Riley the way people t- seem to. Okay, can you talk about season six, episode eight, which is called Tabula Rasa, which is the episode in which... Um, Willow's been told she's doing too much magic and to solve that problem she does magic and it goes wrong and nobody remembers who they are. <laughs> ah, yes. Randy Giles. Oh, listen to Mary Poppins. Scotty's crust all stiffen up with that Nancy boy accent. You Englishmen are always so... Bloody hell. Sodding, blimey, shagging, knickers, bollocks. Oh, God. I'm English. Welcome to the Nancy tribe. You don't suppose you and I... We're not related, are we? There is a ruggedly handsome resemblance. Uh, and you do inspire a, um, a particular feeling of familiarity and disappointment. Older brother? Father. Oh, God, how I must hate you. Um, made with care for Randy. Randy Giles? Why not just call me Horny Giles or Desperate for a Shag Giles? Spike thinks he's Giles' son. That's cool. They have several scenes together. Because they both have English accents. It's adorable. Yeah. And uh, Anya and Giles think they're married because they own the magic shop together. Oh, my God. And Willow and Xander think they're a couple because they wake up Because they find themselves. They find themselves. She's wearing his jacket. In the situations, but don't know how they got there. Yeah, and they also don't know Spike's a vampire for a while. Yeah, does he know? No, nobody he knows either. anything. They have no memory. They just wake up in the magic shop. They don't know each other. 
They have no memories of their past. And Willow is gone. They all have their IDs, right? So yeah. they have their they know their names, some of them, but some of them don't. Um, we must be married. Dawn's wearing a necklace that says Dawn, so she knows her name is Dawn. Uh, and then they're attacked by a dude with a shark head and a bunch of vampires um, because, yeah. Spike. And Buffy has her reflexes, so. Yes. She thinks I, she calls herself Joan. She thinks she's a Joan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And she kills the vampires and they're all like, whoa, what wow, the hell? Wow. Yeah. So they all try to run away because that's the what the fuck to do. They're trying the to get to a hospital. And everyone is in, in extreme danger. So then when it's finally revealed that Willow um, is responsible for putting them all in an extreme amount of danger by doing the exact thing she's been asked to not do, yeah. it's kind of the straw that breaks uh, that relationship's back. And she's, she's off to the nuns at this point? No. no. <laughs> not yet. She has not yet that is, played somewhere she's off. She's off to some dirty drug dens to Got do it. some magic drugs with that weird dude. Oh, cool. Yeah. Damn it, it's a, not a good season no, for Willow. It's definitely not. But that Tabula Rasa, which means clean slate, um, is an amazing episode. And a, a frequently used episode title it on is. lots of shows. Yeah. yeah. All right. Think of a couple. Number five. Saskia, are you ready? I am so season ready. Season two, episode 13 and 14, Surprise and Innocence. Saskia's favorite episodes of Buffy. Crazy, you didn't watch them. Nope. Good choice. It's Are they important? Oh, amazing! And the most important, devastating. I mean, if you've ever been a girl who lost your virginity in high school, yes, it's impossible to watch this without just being completely crushed into. Oh no! Paste, piercing. That's what I'm gonna say. Oh no! Do you know Angel's backstory? What the yes. what, like? He has a soul because he was cursed by gypsies. Yes, because he killed their princess Enti- and their. So then entire- he started feeling again. Yeah, and eating rats. Right. And the curse... Working like shit. The curse is... He will suffer for all eternity until he experiences... Unless he experiences one moment of true happiness. Right. Which, of course, he does at the end of episode 13. I thought that he was... Uh, I didn't think he could have sex. Oh, no, he can. Oh, he can? He can. He can eat. He can do everything. I thought he was impotent. I what? thought that no. they, he said uh, something in like prom or the wish. They, and like can't, they have can't have sex because when they did have sex, bam, soul comes back or soul goes his, goes away. His soul goes away. Oh yeah, uh, and Angelus enters. He goes to bed with a soul. He wakes up without one and leaves wow. her in her bed alone. His wow. bed in his bed. That's his right. Bed. She wakes up in his bed. He is gone. She can't find him. After they had sex for the first time. And her first time ever. Obviously, he said sex before. Right. He's hundreds of years old. And they also professed their love for each other before this. And it's her 17th birthday. All of this is happening on the same day. Oh, that's so unsettling. How old was uh, Angelus when he was cursed? Uh, Like, oh. That, I don't know. I mean, is... Oh, cursed? When he was turned into a vampire? Or when he got his soul? It's probably all... Well... It doesn't really I mean, he's been the same age since he was turned into a vampire. Yeah. Right. So his curse... I don't think he wasn't cursed cursed immediately. No. It was like the 1900s by then, at least. Yeah. And it's Jenny Callender. Well, it's a spoiler alert. Look, maybe he's got different morality because he's an ancient, ancient vampire. Uh, I just was wondering how close in age, like, he was technically... Oh, right. To Buffy? To her, I mean, when she's Yeah, 16. yeah. It's just yeah. weird. It is a hard thing for me to get past, because I keep... Every time Think they're together, I'm like, he's an old man. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's a high schooler. I get it. They're they're again probably aiming at like twenty five. Eric had a huge problem with the Vampire Diaries and their age. They were supposed to be like high school kids. Yeah, like when they were turned, he thought some of them were like thirty or whatever. While the the actors looked really old, but it's still very iffy. I guess I mean it doesn't. I'm sure they have stated it. We definitely could find out how old Angel was. I believe he was like yeah, 21. I would say. I think so too. It does not matter. Really, he looks much older. I can only imagine after your first hundred years, you stop caring about how old girls are when you date them. I guess so. Right? You don't care about much. Uncharted territory. I mean, Angel hasn't been doing much dating in the last like whatever years. He's been pretty big mess. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's been plagued by emotions and guilt. is he in? He's not in love with. He's never been in love with Drusilla. Uh, no, he well, was. I yeah. Well, that's why as he Angelus, tortured her. Angelus, never as Angel. Right. Right. As, yeah. As he Angel. didn't know her as Angel. I don't think. No. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But Spike, I think, did know her when he was alive. I think so too. Anyway, we'll find out when we watch them all over again. Yeah. So it's real rough. Real rough. Finally, we kind of just skipped over thirteen. But it's a real beautiful episode. It finally gets it. There's a whole plot going on with like Spike and Drusilla are trying to build something something with this parts. Again, extremely it's extremely powerful right? thing that yeah. nobody could destroy. No weapon could destroy. They sent an army after him. They but they chopped him up into bits and, and buried the bits all over the place. This is the only way to stop right. him. So Angel volunteers to take part of it away and go away for, like pretty much permanently. And yes. that's pretty much why she has sex with him, because he's like about to like disappear. Don't leave, please. But yeah. like heroically. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then um, he's evil, so he's definitely not doing that anymore. Oh my god! Because now he's on the evil side. So that's when they get the weapon at the base yeah. that they use to destroy him. He's like, "No weapon can destroy me." He's like, "That was dead." Yeah, nothing that was forced then. Now we have rocket launchers. Yeah, and he gets blown to fucking pieces. Yeah, wow. in the, in a mall. Yeah, <laughs> but before the, that, the worst part is when she first talks to him afterwards. Finally, finds him in his. She, she's back at his apartment. He gets back there, and it's like, "Whoa, who is this fucking asshole?" Where did you go? Been around. Oh my god. I'm freaking out. You just disappeared. What? I took off. But you didn't say anything. You just left. Yeah. Like I really wanted to stick around after that. What? You got a lot to learn about men, kiddo. Although I guess you proved that last night. What are you saying? Let's not make an issue out of it, okay? In fact, let's not talk about it at all. It happened. I, I don't understand. Was it me? Was I not good? <laughs> you were great. Really. I thought you were a pro. How can you say this to me? Lighten up. It was a good time. It doesn't mean like we have to make a big deal. It is a big deal. It's what? Bells ringing, fireworks, a dulcet choir of pretty little birdies? <laughs> Come on, Buffy. Sound like I've never been there before. <laughs> Don't touch me. I should have known you wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> Angel! Love you too. I'll call you. 
Um, we have not seen this before. We've no. never met Evil Angel. Like, no. this is crazy. And he's not telling her straight up. Like, there is, like, serious no. hints. She should have been aware. But he's just like, I'm like, well, I was like, who cares? I had a good time. It's like, yeah. It's like, and she tells him she loves him. And he's like, love you too. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's being very natural. Yeah. It's uh, horrible. Else. But he's not going to tell her. His plan is he's going to try to torture her for as long as possible. Right. There are and red flags, but she's a 17-year-old girl. Yeah. Unable to pick up on them. Who and just had the best night of her life and now does not understand. What the fuck is happening. Why she woke up alone in someone else's bed. But, yeah. Yeah. And now after like, and then three doesn't hours he, like, of finding And then does go him, after Jenny? He hurts somebody right away, like in the school or whatever. Yeah. Did I hallucinate that? No. no, no, no. He does. He grabs someone. Yeah, it's Willow. Yeah, right. It's Willow. Right, he grabs Willow's like talking to him, like it's he's normal. Yeah, he does go after Jenny. Is yeah. Jenny one of the mean girls that follows Cordelia around? Who is Jenny? Jenny Callender is a teacher at their school who like starts oh, dating Giles, the computer science one. Yes, she's okay. also but she's part of the gypsy man. A gypsy and she's spying who was sent on there Angel to spy on oh, Angel. My yeah, God. and the gypsy man who is really bad at acting <laughs> was telling has so horrible. The accent was really bad. Uh, was tr- kept kept telling us like, you have to get Angelus away from her. Yeah, and I think he must suffer for all eternity. Was which is hinting at us that if he doesn't, if something they, bad something, is something happen, bad. Yeah. Like, so all of thirteen, happen. we know like this is going to go badly when it should be going so, well. Please don't do it. I forgot to mention in that amazing Thanksgiving episode where Angel's pretending not to be there. Yes. Every single time someone runs into him, they first think he's evil. And they're like, ah, you're evil again. And they try <laughs> to like, run away from him. And it's just based on this episode. And it's super funny every single time. And he's like, no, why does everyone oh. think I'm evil? Uh, it's like, because you were evil. You were really evil, And it was evil, really bro. scary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a real ass. Yeah. So anyways. That's basically it. Uh, Buffy basically ends up in a confrontation with him in the pouring rain. It's not raining. The sprinklers are going off in the mall because of the... Because uh, of the bazooka. Yes. And they're fighting. They're kicking each other's ass. And she does kind of get um, like a leg up, but he she can't. She can't kill him. Right. And yeah. that's what... You can't do it, he says. Saskia quoted earlier. It's like, just give me time. And, you know, a few episodes later, she stabs him through the heart. And it's... Um, and it's horrible. You want to vomit. I want to vomit just thinking about Have it. Have I mentioned this is the best show in the world? <sighs> okay. Let's go. Next. Number four. Number four. Season four. Episode 16. Who are you? This, this is the one that I didn't remember much, and I was going to go and watch it. This is the one I mentioned previously, where Faith and Buffy switch bodies. Oh, no, no, never mind. Sorry. They, <laughs> uh... I remember this one. Faith is on the run, and she uses this weird metal contraption, and she, like, she's fighting Buffy, and then she gets Buffy's hand, and it uses magic, and they switch. So, it's like they're... So, Faith gets taken down and, and hauled away, but it's actually Buffy, and she's trying to explain, like, hey, no, it's me. Like, um, you just left the bad person alone with my mother. She's going to kill my mother. But no, obviously, no one's going to listen to that, right? They're like, shut up. We you know, and they sedate her or whatever. <laughs> In the meantime, uh, Faith, who looks like Buffy, is just, like, very happy because she just gets to seamlessly take over Buffy's life. And she has always thought that Buffy had it so much easier than her, that she's got this great mom. She's got all these friends. She's got a guy that likes her, right? And so, you know, she just goes headlong into Buffy's life. Uh, sleeps with Buffy's boyfriend, who huh. at this time is Riley, one of the soldier commando guys. Okay. Uh, it's a brutal scene, because, like, we know exactly what's happening, and she's being all, like, 
you know, like, just not like Buffy would ever comport herself. Right. And you're just like, oh, you just know how devastating this is going to be. She also goes after Spike at the club, at the bronze, and tells him she's going to, like, ride him like a pony and make him pop a warm <laughs> champagne or something. Like, something so aggressively sexual, he remembers it word for word two years later when they're talking <laughs> about it in the basement. And he's like, yeah, guy does not remember does not forget when a woman says something like that to him. Also, thinking that it's Buffy. Yes. Uh, crazy. And then she also, like, starts, like, helping people. Like, eventually she thinks that she's going to get caught, so she decides to run. And then she sees on the TV that these vampires have taken over this church. Because Adam told them to. Who cares about Adam? Yeah. Uh, and and she she leaves to go and save them. And it's just like... She's still a slayer. Yeah. But she would not have done that in the past. And just because she's Buffy, she realizes that actual Buffy won't go to to save them. So it's like, oh, I fucking... Now I have to actually do it. Uh, And through that, she starts to figure out, like, Buffy, you know, it's um, lonely, like, for Buffy. She's, She's on her own, no matter how many friends boyfriend mom she has right she's still the one that has to show up and save the day and kick ass and yeah meantime faith who is actually buffy eventually escapes she kicks the guy's asses who took her they're all from the watchers council they're trying to ship her back to england she gets back she finds riley and is like no i'm me whatever whatever they go in they fight they switch back and faith escapes Oh, she does. She doesn't go to prison yet. I can't remember. No. I think she gets away. She does. I know she goes to prison at some she point. Comes, she does she murders jail. people. Yeah. She's she has a, she makes some bad decisions. But I like we've her. previously mentioned. I, I love her. her She's one, one of my favorite characters. She is a firecracker. Yeah. And and again, played Eliza Dushku just like nails that role. She does. I'm so glad that she got it because she's so perfect for it. But yeah, love that episode. Love the acting in it. I think both of them do such a good job playing each other and making certain choices and, and, and like feeling out each other's bodies. Like it's just very cool. And normally in an episode like that, I would be like, Oh, this is bad. <laughs> like you're imitating each other is not working, but they worked really hard at it and it comes out really cool. Oh, that's cool. And then, you know, Riley gets told that he basically cheated, uh, <laughs> without so knowing unfair. it, without and knowing so it. but he is kind of like, like he knew, he knew she was acting so, Super, super weird, weird and different, right? So yeah. Like, she would have been like, something. maybe this isn't the perfect yeah. time to Like, have she sex. wants to have sex with the door open, and he lives, like, in the dorm with all these other boys. Like, yeah. Anyway, it's really if weird. If you live in a world where supernatural body, body switching and stuff can happen, it makes sense that he should have been more but on But does he point. know that? Does he know anything? Well, yeah, because he's in the initiative. initiative. That's right. He knows plenty. He knows all. He knows all the vampires. He knows enough that if someone starts acting weird, you put them in a cage until you figure it out. You ask them questions. Like, who are you really? Like, tell me how we met. You are not yourself. Exactly. Any kind of question. She didn't even know. Like, she gets so, Faith, as Buffy, gets so excited when she learns about Riley. Right? Because she goes and sees Willow and she's like, oh, you're going to sleep at Riley's tonight? She's like, ooh, I have a boyfriend. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go do something horrible then. Yeah. So bad. All right, top three. My God. Season four, episode 19, New Moon Rising. And this is the one that we talked about earlier when Oz finally comes home after abandoning Willow in the first year of university. And he brings her outside and tells her to look up and it's a full moon. And he has not changed. He cured himself. He cured himself for her. And it is the sexiest thing in the world. And then, what the heck? What the heck happened? She is already moved on. And she is in love with someone else. 
and it's like a trigger for him. And he finally realizes like the the one thing he can't control is like his jealousy of like like being around Willow when when she's with somebody else. And then he have, fucking leaves again, and he never comes back. Wait, what? Because yeah, Willow. Is this there. is his. Is this his last appearance on yes. the show? He never comes back. What? It's so upsetting. I don't care much for this yeah. at all. Whatever. Oh. I mean, it's nice that we got a resolution. I know, you don't care. Well, it's nice that we know that Oz can has a little more control over his own life. And I look I, at this point. I don't expect Willow to leave Tara. Like she was devastated, and she had no word from him. It's no. not like she knew he was going to return for her. And even if he was, like that's a lot to ask. It's weird and that he didn't And the last thing that happened, too, is that he slept with someone else who was a wolf. That's true. So All the more reason like, to go cure this. If if you have an uncontrollable yeah. condition like lycanthropism, yeah. you got to go get that. He did promise. Like, that's what he was going off to do. Yeah. But then no word for, like, two years? That is super What are you going to do? That is super weird that he yeah. didn't say anything. So, unfortunately, she... Um, her and Tara are just starting to hang out. Things between them are not defined. And I believe this is the episode where... Willow um, comes out to Buffy and says, like, actually, I think I'm gay. Ah. And I really like this girl. And and Willow is just um, really struggling. And Tara is, like, so upset because, uh, you know, she doesn't know what to do or or where she stands anymore when she thought something great was just about to happen. Yeah. Um, Tara is amazing. Also, in the Buffy Switch episode, she's the one that knows that Buffy isn't Buffy. It's her first time meeting Buffy, and just from having Willow like talk about her and how amazing she is, and la la la, they they walk away from that, and she's like, something is wrong, something is really wrong, and that's what triggers the whole them figuring it out, right? Is 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 Tara, and she's never even met this girl. Every like even her own boyfriend just like it's... goes with it, and and Tara is so intuitive and empathic, and she's like, that's not your friend. Like I don't know what's going on, but that's not your friend. Uh, yeah, crazy. Anyway, amazing episode. Seth Green is amazing in this episode, and, like, he, he goes from, like, sweet to, like, like, psychotic, and it's just, like, he's trying to hold himself back from, like, hurting anybody, and he's also so angry. It's crazy. And, yeah, and this is when everyone finds out about Willow and Tara and, and how they really love each other. Yay. I found it interesting they foreshadowed this in uh, that Doppelgangland one. Mm-hmm. And when... she's attracted to herself. Yeah, or she which thinks I'm kind of gay. Super creepy, yeah. and they're like, "No, but being a vampire doesn't have anything to do with you know your personality." And then Angel's like, "Well, actually, it's yeah. super and like, like oh, never mind. Like, amplified." Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't need to figure this out right now. Yeah, that was amazing. All right, number two, season three, episode nine, "The Wish." My which favorite. We, yep, talked about my favorite. It's of such all a phenomenal episode. Uh, this is right after Cordelia is so pissed off the scandal, which Pierce has alluded to that uh, Willow and Xander have cheated on Oz and Cordy. Um, one of them was in a life or death situation. I believe it was Willow. And she, like, fell and she had, like, a... Whatever. And anyway, so then they were, like, expressing their love to each other. They kissed. I mean, this has happened a couple of times. It's not just, like, a one-time thing. Right. It's really gross. And actually, I don't like it. Um, but I, I, I don't know what Xander's doing. Like, Willow wanted Xander for so long yes. and made yeah. that clear. And he was always obsessed with, like, the Cordelias of the school, right? Yeah. The pretty popular girls. So I get why Willow might kind of 
fall for this where it's like you've wanted someone for so long who've been telling you like no you're not cute you're not pretty like i don't i don't think of you that way and then all of a sudden you have them you'd be like oh wow like maybe i should go for xander Right. But, like, I don't know, what the fuck is Xander doing? Like, well, he's always thought of her as being his best friend, though. Right? Yeah. So I figure it's just like, oh, my best friend's dying. I know, but that's like not where it starts. That's where it ended. But, like, they, stuff happens between them over, I mean, they are always in crazy life and death situations. Like, right. That's definitely, I mean, it's a reason why him and Cordelia end up making out all the time, pretty much. Anyways, so she's still super pissed. Um, so then we get introduced to Anyanka. Yeah! Uh, this is her first appearance, and she's just suddenly new at the school or whatever. Um, but actually, she's a vengeance demon, and she uh, grants wishes to scorned women against men who have scorned them. So she's trying to get uh, Cordelia to make a wish against Xander, but she ends up making a wish against Buffy. Buffy's the one that she blames, saying, I wouldn't have looked twice at Xander if Buffy hadn't made him seem a bit cooler. Yeah. And uh, so, boom, Buffy's gone. Wish Buffy never came to Sunnydale. Uh, yeah, and this episode is interesting because it starts again with one of your, like, they're they're fighting this monster at this picnic they're having. And they're talking about Faith. And then Faith, like, never comes up for the rest of the episode. So something bad yeah. must have happened the episode before. And then this is, like, a totally standalone episode that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with it. But, yeah, so they end up wishing that Buffy had never um, come to Sunnydale. And all of a sudden, Cordelia, boom, she's standing exactly where she was standing before, but everything has changed. Yes. Uh, Their school is a disaster. Um, Everyone's wearing black. Uh, The teachers and the students are, like, running out after the bell. (laughs) Uh, There's a curfew. There's a monthly memorial service in which they get a day off school for. And she wants to go to the bronze, and they're like, are you friggin' crazy? Like, what is wrong with you? She's wearing a blue dress, and they can't believe that she's wearing a blue dress. Like, it's just a crazy episode. And it literally takes her not even five minutes to try and get Buffy back. That is yep. my favorite part of this episode, is that she doesn't even get through one day, and she already realizes what a massive mistake yeah. she's made. But, no, it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out at all. And she ends up getting killed. Yeah, very quickly. Uh, and, yeah. But not before she gets to Giles, who spots the necklace. Yeah, and she tells him about, like, Buffy should have been here, which is good. Because, yeah, Giles is running around being a white hat with Oz, and they're fighting the vampires and the demons together. It's so good. It's just so crazy. But, like, uh, in this episode, like, Xander gets killed, Angel gets killed, Cordelia gets killed, Willow gets killed, Buffy gets killed. Angel gets tortured. It's crazy. Yeah, the puppy. The puppy. Yeah, Willow is also... Willow. Is, I think this is one of Xander's best episodes. Mm-hmm. I like him evil. I think it's so funny. Yeah, amazing. So yeah, it's basically a nightmare. Uh, they get Buffy to show up. Buffy looks like a full-on, like, Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Yeah, she's She has scarred. also seen some shit. Yeah, it's just like everything... Because they haven't had each other... Everything sucks. Because I think about this a lot when I watch the show about, um, like, what Xander and Willow and Cordelia, to some extent, had to go through just because they ended up with as Buffy's friends. And then also, like, what the school has gotten to go through. But this episode and then the then, prom show you, like, how much worse it could have been if yes. she hadn't been there in the first place. And, like, yeah. of course it's not her fault. She's the one fucking saving their asses. Um, so it's a stupid thought. But <laughs> do, we, do we ever find out how long the Hellmouth has been active? Like, has it always been active in this town? Um, I think it's like on and off. That's a great question. There's definitely different ones. In the prom episode, they mention like 
having the lowest mortality rate of any class ever. Yeah, because she saved so many people. Which means I that think it's all, yeah. people have been like just regularly dying. Yes, I think it's definitely a regular thing, but I think there's like, yeah, it's definitely levels of higher or lower amounts of Do you guys demons. know how big Sunnydale is? Like, what's the population of Sunnydale? Mm, the sign falls into a hole in the, at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it says, though. We could look it up. Uh, okay, is there anything else you guys want to say about the wish? No. Nope. Just that it's Just great. That it's Anya's face episode. is really scary when she turns into a demon. She's like, Glad that she stays forever. Yeah. Yeah, I was very surprised to see... I thought she was just going to be a demon of the week. Nope. No, she's a great character, and in the prom, she's amazing, because she cannot shut up. Oh my god, Xander's face. So funny. In this episode, uh, Cordelia gets pushed into a bunch of garbage when Buffy is saving her at the beginning, and then her friends make fun of her, and they're like, huh, dumpster chic for the dumped. <sighs> so they try to set her up with Jonathan, because uh, Xander cheated on her. Yeah. No. That's like an asshole. It's a lot of meanness going on there. Yeah. And Cordelia is so mad because when they get into the new world where everything is actually worse, uh, Xander and Willow are still a couple. Yeah. And they're like making out like crazy because they're both vampires and uh, they try to kill her. Actually, they do kill her. They try to kill her and then they do kill her. Um, okay, so I've just looked this up. Population of Sunnyvale is about 35,000. Sunnydale. Sorry, Sunnydale, 35,000. However, uh, I found this because somebody has done a report called Vampire Population Ecology, yeah. where they've created a formula to determine what population you need to create a stable vampire populace. Yeah. It, oh, dear. Uh, yeah. Well, because they're killing a number of people. Yeah, a day. Yeah. Oh, just... Yeah, they've gone full out, and Ooh. apparently it is possible. It's math. My God. Amazing. All right, let's talk about my number one. The prom. The prom. The prom. Season three. Episode 20. I'm surprised you don't have the two finale episodes on your list. Uh, 21 and 22? Yeah, the graduation. Yes, I didn't choose the graduation. Again, it's, it's high up there. People love it. Uh, I do love it. Again, it's I just pretty. didn't want to put another double episode on there. Um, but it's I did watch it. It's a great two episodes, but I prefer the prom. It's fair. Yeah. Prom uh, is beautiful. It's just devastating. This whole episode is... Buffy is so excited. She's so happy. She's in such an amazing place. And then fucking Joyce uh, comes over and like tells Angel, like, you know what? I really need you to think this through because this is in the future. This is not going to work out for my daughter. You're an immortal old man. Bull fucking shit, Joyce. Uh, You can't have any children. And she's going to want children. And la 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 la. I think, as they mentioned in later in the episode, because Buffy's like, this is what, about what the mayor said, obviously, uh, it's not like this is just occurring to Angel. He's probably been worried about it. But it's crazy. Buffy's never going to have the life where she's going to be able to have children. Was, That's true, but she doesn't but need to be married to a monster. Yeah, slash pedophile. Plus, he's not a pedophile. Stop it. Plus, that's not technically true because uh, Wood, Principal Wood's mom was a slayer. Do they do they end like their mantle? No, you only when they die. Yeah, no, you're still a slayer just because you are pregnant. 
Yeah. Which is tough because that's yeah. putting your baby at risk. Yeah, you so you get kicked in the stomach by one of them vampires. Them that's vampires. it. Yeah. <laughs> that is it for that baby. Anya blames Xander uh, for being stuck at Sunnydale and for her having emotions now. And that's why he has to go to the prom with her. Is she stuck since the wish? Yeah, because her necklace got crushed. Right. Okay. Yeah. Meaning she's now. She has back. no powers. Right. She's just trapped in a. Is she still immortal? Yes, she's just a human teenage teenager girl now. Who cannot order a drink at a bar. No. And it frustrates her Even though no she's end. lived for a very long time. Yeah. There's a lot of excitement over uh, dresses. A lot of great music in this episode. The Praise You from... Uh, from Fatboy uh, Slim? Yeah. There's a lot of good yeah. music throughout the show. White Horses, yeah. Even Oz's band, I enjoy. Yes! They're so great. So great. They're better than everyone in the show thinks they are. <laughs> yeah, everyone true. rags on them, but I thought they were okay. That's so there's true. a hellhound, right? Yes, Tucker. Tucker, who is uh, Andrew's br- older brother, is uh, training hellhounds to attack people in formal wear in his basement. Yeah, he's just a human. Right? Yeah, he's a slighted human. So there's like a... yeah, they show which was so funny. The actual only reason he's doing that is because like three girls turned him down and yeah. didn't want to go to the prom with him. Literally. It's, Ugh, it's so gross. I Guys love are, that he like, trained. Like are so gross. Yes, they are. I love that he trained them though just by forcing them to watch like Pretty in Pink and all yeah. these prom, prom movies. Night. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. It's like wait till they see the disco ball. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're super stressed about what's going on with this ascension. They don't know what the mayor is up to. They know he's going to turn himself into a demon at graduation, but they don't know what demon. They don't know what they're fighting. That fucking mayor. And it's just like all the principals. Giles is getting pissed because uh, all the girls are talking about is their outfits. And Buffy's like, forget it. Like, something bad's happening. We get it. Let us have one good night. Like, this is high school. We should. We deserve one good night. Right. Uh, and that's when they find out about the hellhounds. And she's like, no, you guys go to prom. I'm going to stop this. Like, uh, you know, my life might be completely horrific because fucking Angel just broke up with me. Um, but you guys are going to have a good night and you're going to have fun at the prom. Yeah. She hasn't told anybody that Angel has dumped her. But then she, tells she tells Willow. That's him? Assuming we survive this ascension thing, he's going to leave town. Oh, he's a fool. He's just a big, dumb jerk person, if you ask me. And he's a, a super maxi jerk for doing it right before the prom. It's not his fault. He's 243 years old. He doesn't exactly get the prom. But he should, if he... Right, well, it's okay. You don't have to make him the bad guy. But that's the best friend's job. Vilifying and grousing. Usually, yeah. But he's right. I mean, I think... Maybe in the long run that he's right. Yeah. I think he is. I mean, I tried to hope for the best, but I'm sorry. Must be horrible. I think horrible is still coming. Right now it's worse. Right now I'm just trying to keep from dying. I can't breathe well. I feel like I can't breathe. Because <laughs> that scene where she's like, I can't breathe. Yes. Is like she's devastating. Yeah. in her bed. And it's, she tells Giles because he realizes something is wrong with her. Yeah. 
Because he's the best. Mm, sweetie. Uh, yeah, and when, yeah, she says, I want my life to be with you. Uh, and he's like, no, if we, and then she's like, how am I supposed to stay away from you? Like, I don't, that's not possible. Yeah. He's like, well, if we survive the ascension, I will leave town and you won't see me again. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> you so Bro, also like, why are you alive? Didn't you get stabbed in the end of season two? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Willow calls him a super maxi jerk. But then admits he's right in the long run. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, I didn't want to say that, but... Everyone knows that yeah. he's Joyce is right. Is yeah. she, though? Joyce Do I know right. that? Yes, so, you should. I don't see it. No. He's, she's still holding on her. Yeah, on the inside. After all these teen dramas I've made you watch. Oh, when she says, "Is this really happening?" That's that. That was that's real. What crushed oh. me. It's hard because you know it's when when we've all been there when something like so emotionally upsetting happens that it doesn't feel like it could be real. No, and then you're just like, okay, if you're a hot no. second. You're like, this is a dream, right? Like, this and her day was real. going super great. She's and this so happy. Nowhere going to the prom, and he's like, oh, like he's like you can tell from the beginning that he doesn't like something's like off, way right? to time it. Angel. Yeah. yeah, that's why she calls him a super maxi jerk yeah. for doing it before the prom. Yeah. And she's like, he's 175. He doesn't get the prom. It's like, Plus, well, he, he should, should get the sentiment but, of yeah. what it means to yeah. you. But like that, is it, uh, I don't know. I don't know. The idea of going to that prom the entire time and like just knowing inside that you're there as a sham and you're leading someone on. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not. He's it's not, not there better. as a sham. He needs no. to be there for his heart. He shows up to... But he can't, because he knows it's wrong, Saskia. The worst scene is when they run in, into each other at the blood place. Yeah. He had the butchers. And oh, that's right. he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, what are you doing here? I work Big here. plasmas. Uh, and yeah, she tries to pretend she's okay. And she's like, well, I don't have to... I can lie to you now. We're ex. And he's just like, oh, I can help you. I can do this. I can do that. And she's like, just leave me alone. I can't. I can't do it. I can't keep it together. So just walk away. And yeah, so devastating. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Wesley, who we haven't talked about at all, I don't think, is being super oh, creepy yeah. at the prom about dancing with Cordelia. Wesley's a new watcher. And Giles is just that's like... right. Uh, she's 18. Just do whatever you want. Like, that's yeah. not good advice. I, I thought it was going to be the opposite. It's like, just you know stop what? it now. It is more okay for Wesley to go with Cordelia than it is for Angel to go with Buffy. I disagree. I also disagree. <laughs> that's just Angel's you... not that old. Yes, he is. He's ancient. No, he's yeah, way older. Literally, than who is I he mean, supposed to date? Another vampire with a soul? That's basically it. There aren't any. Well, Here's right. Then he doesn't get to date. Friggin' hell! That's. Well, I mean, it he probably could, should be he part could of date an adult. How is that any different? He's still gonna be like ten times their age. Yeah, it's no different. But at least they're not in high school. It matters not. It's it, what matters. Is the basic connection. What matters is that they love each other, Piers. Wesley could love Cordelia. And they're being yeah, I'm fine with Wesley and Cordelia. You have no problem with Wesley and Cordelia. It's, it's not creepier, though. It's not it's a great not conversation creepier. they have. I thought it, it should have gone the other way, but I'm fine with it. All right. Anyway, Buffy kills the hellhounds. She All tells the guy how to get to the bathroom. She gets changed. She makes it to the prom just in time to receive her very special award, class protector, Everyone turns out. Beautiful everyone else umbrella. does know. It's their like vampires again, in town. these three years have gone by where they've basically ignored her. They don't like she's not part of the school really at all. 
Um, but they say, you know what, we have, we've noticed you. We know what you've done for us. It was all write-in votes. And, yeah. They basically wrote in to say there should be an award for Buffy. Yeah, which is this beautiful She saved my umbrella. life once. She did for everyone. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. And they're, like, yelling out all the bad things that have happened at school. Yeah. Uh, the hi- zoo, hi- they the hyenas. The people, yeah, which is early in season one. It's not a good one. And then as... Uh, Giles is is congratulating her and telling him like he's never seen teenagers on mass be grateful. <laughs> she says, you know, sometimes people can surprise you, and he's like, yeah, turn around, baby. There he is. Angel came after. And him. There's Angel in his tuxedo, looking enormous. Yeah. Uh, and he says, guy. you know, it's just for tonight, but I'm here. I know this matters to you. And they dance, and it's heartbreaking. <laughs> And I hate it. And I love it at the same time. And it makes me cry every single time I see it, which has been so many times. And he goes uh, off to do Angel. Yeah. And Angel Incorporated or whatever it is, his agency. Oh, is he a detective? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wolfram and Hart. That's so dumb. Fave line. That's it. You guys are going to have a prom, the kind of prom that everyone should have. I'm going to give you a nice, normal evening if I have to kill every single person on the face of the earth to do it. And she will. God bless you, Buffy Summers. Thank you for seven seasons of amazing content, of strong women, of devastating outcomes, and uh, really good writing. And I will watch you forever. And many vampires. The vampires. I'm excited to be hooked on a good show that I've seen next to nothing of. It's great. And that's just only 25 of, of so many other amazing episodes that I could have picked. There's so much to come. I can't right. wait for the Hyena well, people. Well, what's your favorite episode of Buffy, guys? Let us know on Twitter or on our new Instagram. It's That one's bustling. And uh, <laughs> please tune in next week when we talk about Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. I've, yes. Ugh, I forgot we have Fun to watch Doctor times. Who. Fun times. We're Bye, so excited. See you later. Bye. Bye. We have one more award to give out. Is Buffy Summers here tonight? Did did she um? This is actually a new category. It's first time ever. I guess there were a lot of write-in ballots, and um, well, the the prom committee asked me to to read this. We're not good friends. Most of us never found the time to get to know you, but that doesn't mean we haven't noticed you. We don't talk about it much, but it's no secret that Sunnydale High isn't really like other high schools. A lot of weird stuff happens here. Zombie! Hyena people! Snyder! (laughs) But whenever there was a problem or something creepy happened, you seemed to show up and stop it. Most of the people here have been saved by you, or helped by you at one time or another. We're proud to say that the class of 99 has the lowest mortality rate of any graduating class in Sunnydale history. And we know at least part of that is because of you. So the senior class offers its thanks and gives you um, a... This. It's from all of us. 
and it has written here, Buffy Summers, class protector. 